Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Support WrestleTalk! Give us a subscribe. Hey everybody, I'm John Cena. Hey, it's professional wrestler Colt Boom Boom Cabana. Hey, I'm Double J Jeff here. This is Rich Swan, Matt Riddle, the King of Rose. Support Wrestle Talk. Support Wrestle Talk. Support Wrestle Talk. Do it, bro. Support Ollie. Support Luke. Support Wrestle Talk. Support Wrestle Talk. Home of Luke Owen. Whatever Wrestle Talk is, and whoever Luke Owen is, both the Ravens. Nevermore. Wrestle Talk. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Wrestle Talk podcast. I am Chopper Piquinel, your Jam That Champion, and I'm joined as always by my intangible co-host, the one and only Tempest the Wrestler. Hey, that's me. That's my name. Hey, and, that, and that's you. Uh, that's me. How you doing today, man? I'm doing, I mean, I'm doing okay. I went to a yeah. baseball game for the first time in two years last night and had a fabulous Ooh. time. That sounds exciting. Yeah, and two hours in, the craziest thing happened. Like, 15 WWE guys all got fired. Mm, yeah. Thoroughly, thoroughly changing the mood of my night. Yeah. A but... little bit. I didn't see any of that until uh, until I woke up this morning. Um, mm-hmm. And that was like a... And, and the thing is, because normally I'll, I'll check Twitter a little bit, but I don't want to go too far into it because then I'll start seeing stuff from SmackDown, which I don't want to see before I, I watch the show, right? Right. So I didn't even spot it immediately. And then it was as I was getting up, someone mentioned like, uh, I think I saw a random tweet of someone to be like, I, I, I wish Bronson Reed the best or whatever. And I was like, what do they mean wishing Bronson Reed the best? So then I had to look up Bronson Reed and I was like, oh, there's, oh, there's all of the re- right. There's a lot more to these releases then. Cool. Um, yep. So yeah, that was a that was a morning, and then obviously that completely killed my vibe for SmackDown because didn't want to watch that show after hearing about all the releases. So you know, nope. Uh, fair warning for all the podcast listeners: this is not going to be a nice show. Nope. We are not going to be sugarcoating anything. This is just going to be us not liking WWE because they're not a nice company, and I, the show wasn't I... good. I feel so good about being so mean today. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be a good time. Don't worry. We're not just going to be angry all the time. We've got some funny things. We've got some other bits to keep it lighthearted, mostly. Um, So, yeah. Though I did get, it was quite funny in the edited review that went up uh, a couple hours ago. Um, I had a couple comments uh, originally because... It, it goes one or two ways. When I start to get a little bit ranty in the videos, it goes one or two ways. Either I get people being like, oh my God, we need more of this. This is hilarious. Or I get people being like, dude, just calm down. Like, you, you don't need to get that worked up about this. 
And the ones in this one were like, Ranty Pete is the best Pete. And I'm like, yes, <laughs> I got the good crowd today. This is good. This was a good rant. Um, so yeah, that's good. I, I, I was happy that people seem to be on board with what I was saying as well, which is always good when people uh, when people agree with you. Um, anyway, we'll, we'll get into more about SmackDown a little bit. Let's not talk about SmackDown. God, it's the last thing I want to talk about. Um, uh, some fun thing. The fun thing, though, for podcast listeners, uh, the return of Fantasy Booking Warfare happened on on Parts of Unknown. Uh, went up a little bit earlier today, which was Ollie versus Alex booking Daniel Bryan's AEW debut. It was very fun. Uh, I don't know if you've seen any of it, Tempest. Have you seen it, either of their booking attempts? I have not yet seen, but okay. I will as soon as this is over. Indeed, yeah. Uh, it's a very fun video, and not... And I'm not just saying that because it's on Parts of Unknown and you should totally go and watch it. But it is genuinely a very fun video. And also, it's part of a tournament, a fantasy booking tournament, that Tempest and I are also in. Uh, and we've we've done our booking now for what our scenario is. I'm not going to say what the scenario is or anything yet, because um, that might be spoilers. Uh, but we've booked it. We've recorded our little bits. So ours will be going up in a few weeks. And we're taking on Stephen Larson in our booking. Uh, I'm feeling fairly confident. Mm-hmm. But I think that there might be one big hurdle that I think might undermine the whole thing, which I'll 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 speak to you about privately. Because <laughs> uh, I feel like it will just be the kind of thing where even if we have an argument for it, Adam, who's presiding over the whole thing, would be like, Well, that's just dumb. And then that's it. That's the that's the, no no one will come back from that. And he'll just be like, I don't agree with that. And then that's it. No coming back. Even if we have a good point for it, he'll just be like, No, that's wrong whatever um anyway it it's the winner of the eventual thing i'm not gonna say more than that you guys will figure it out by the time you know when you hear the stipulation but yeah put the pieces together i don't know yeah the the winner i think might be a a point of contention uh between people but who knows anyway uh let's talk about god let's talk about smackdown where uh i I guess the first thing we're going to be talking about is the whole thing with Finn Balor and Roman Reigns, because now it's kind of looking like it might be a triple threat at SummerSlam because Balor still wants Cena and Cena didn't save Balor. And now Reigns has beef with Balor more so than before. So it feels like they're building towards a triple threat, but I don't think that's a smart idea for them to do that. So I don't know what they're going to be doing, but let's talk about it. Let's figure it out. Here we are, I mean, talking about this company again. I, I mean, I guess we've got to talk about SmackDown, but I don't really want to, if I'm honest. <sighs> well, regardless, welcome to the Russell Talk Podcast review of SmackDown. I'm Chopper Peak Quinnell, your Jam That Champion, and I'm joined, as always, by my intangible co-host... Tempest the Wrestler, the Quizzlemania Champion. We're the Intangibles, we're the best, whatever. Ugh. This is a very strange show to hold a belt with a jar of jam on it, and sure a mustache, is. and a plastic crown. Yeah. This company. This company. For anyone who hasn't heard, a bunch more releases came out from WWE. Uh, I think it's a total of now 13 wrestlers from nxt that have been released uh and also don't know if you've heard this one tempest 
Andrew Zarian did a tweet earlier saying that there's more to come. Oh, fun. Which is <sighs> great. Anyway, let's talk about SmackDown. Um, <clears throat> do we have to? I Yes, unfortunately, Tempest, we do. Uh, for, let's talk about the, the main event thing that happened, which was Balor versus Corbin from last week. Uh, he, he beat Corbin really quick. Uh, Balor cut a promo afterwards and said that... Uh, I, I did like this promo from Finn, of him just being like, hey, the Finn from three years ago would just smile and accept what happened, but now this Finn isn't smiling anymore. I want my universal title shot. And uh, if I have to go through John Cena to get there, that's what I'm going to do. Out came Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns cut a promo that didn't make any sense um, because he was saying, hey, Finn, you need to keep my name out of your mouth. And it's like, I thought that's what you wanted was to challenge Finn because what you didn't want was to fight John Cena. And Finn is saying, I want to fight you and I want to make sure that John Cena doesn't fight you. So you're both on the same page with the same goals. But now you don't want Finn to fight. Like they're just manufacturing some kind of heat between them for some reason. Uh, and then uh, Finn eventually gets beat up by the three of them, three and one. I like that he's not going to just be smiling Finn Balor. Yes. Yes. That's that I important. did like. That's important. Because it very much seemed like all the last two years in NXT didn't happen. He's back on the main roster. He's going to face Sami Zayn. He's going to face Baron Corbin. And he's just going to go back to being how he was. That didn't, not did get over, but didn't get over with Vince. Like Mm -hmm. wasn't going to be a guy who got pushed by Vince. And I'm glad that that's changed. That being said... I just want some of this stuff to make a little bit more sense. Yeah, I agree. Also, John Cena didn't make the save. Didn't save Finn Balor. Which, you know, if if he's not at the show, fine. He probably was. I haven't I haven't checked this. Chances are he probably did a house, uh, uh, house show match. You know, the, the post-show match. Haven't checked that, so don't quote me on it. If he was in the building, and more importantly, in kayfabe, he's there because everyone's there every week, unless specifically stated otherwise, because that's the way WWE works. In kayfabe, dude just didn't help Finn. Dude is a dick. He yeah. took Finn Balor's universal title match for no reason, and then he got beaten up by three people, and Cena was like, nah, I'm good. He's genuinely the most unlikable baby face. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Oh, my goodness. Like, I feel, I feel, I don't know. Biased isn't the right word because I don't think I'm mm-hmm. biased against John Cena. But every time he comes back, I'm like, I want to give him a fresh start and be excited that he's he's back because John Cena's a big star. And the uh, comments here are saying that John Cena wasn't a dark match, so he just wasn't on this show. Whatever, whatever, yeah, whatever. Sure. It, it does does what doesn't matter. But I want to give him like a fresh start every time he comes back because it's a big star and we don't have a lot of big stars in WWE these days. And him being back is a big deal. And every time he's still just the most unlikable baby face. Sure is. I don't Uh, understand what the problem is here. I don't know if it's the writing for John Cena or if John Cena just 
I feel like he's one of the guys that gets a lot of leeway to say and do what he wants in his mm-hmm. promos and everything. I don't know if he just doesn't understand what a good baby face is, which is impossible for me to believe as someone who granted like 650 make-a-wishes. Clearly yeah. he knows how to be a hero. Yeah. He's in a friggin' superhero movie. Oh, uh, anyway. Um, which means potentially, it, to me anyway, it looked like they were potentially teasing a triple threat at SummerSlam because it seems to be seems to me like they're building like a three way tension between the three of them, even if it is very venue very manufactured. Um, I don't think I'd want to see it. But also, if it does happen, that does make me worried that Roman is losing because Finn would be included mm. to take the pin and Cena would win. I don't like that. I, I hate like that. that at all. Yeah, no, I'd I'd really hate that if that does happen. Uh, it would it would genuinely throw me through a loop. If Finn get, does get added, I don't know who I'd predict. I genuinely don't know who I'd pick at that point. Uh, which is why I really really don't want Finn to be involved in this match. If if he, if Finn's not winning, he should not be in this match. Um, because he's gonna eat the pin if he's not. Man, don't like that at all. Nope, nope. don't Ooh, like that at all. God. Hard, hard pass, hard pass. Like, I'm sure that the match would be good. Probably. They're talented people, for sure. But I just want to see a good singles match between the two top stars. And that's John Cena and Roman Reigns. And it feels like there's a very easy route to take to get there. And they've decided to go down the most twisty and windy path to get there. Mm-hmm. You know? Like, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I like Finn. I like that they're giving Finn more to do. I just wish they'd kind of space these out a little bit more. Mm-hmm. I agree. You know? You could have given Finn, like, you could have had him face Sami Zayn at SummerSlam. They were setting up a little feud there. They could have just stretched that out for three weeks or so. And then giving him the the main event championship rivalry mm-hmm. and everything, but eh, whatever. I've Very also nice. lost my voice from yesterday. I don't know if you could tell. My voice bit. is is uh, not quite what it was. We scored nine runs in one inning. I went to a baseball game yesterday, folks. We scored nine runs in one inning, and my voice is pretty much gone. So nice. If anybody's wondering why I sound like a bit of a smoker today, that's why. Okay. Got a, a little bit of the uh, the John Laurinaitis's. Just a touch. My name is John Laurinaitis, and I'm the executive <laughs> vice president of Town Relations. Jesus the, Christ, that's uh, actually scarily accurate. And the interim general manager of Monday Night Raw at SmackDown. People power. <laughs> God, please never do that again. Um, <laughs> also, I feel like uh, Ollie has the perfect clip to sum up. Not just my feelings toward a uh, triple threat if it does happen. This show in general. Well, shit. I I just feel like that sums it up. Yeah. Uh, more than anything. So Oof. yeah, cool. Oof. Thanks, yeah. thanks, Ollie. Hold up. 
What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Life is full of what-ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Uh, Let's see what you guys thought. Get into some ultra chats because I have nothing else to say on that. Uh, 69 intangible Sadie Deegan, by the way, get in your ultra chats at wrestletalk.com forward slash support. Links at the top of the description. Go get those in. We'll read out all the ones that are five bucks and up by the time the show goes off the air. 69 intangible Sadie Deegan, hello, says, uh, Hola, you beautiful boys. Hope you all are well. Wow, it feel, feels weird to be talking about wrestling after another mass release. Um, How about that SmackDown? Am I right? Excited to see Finn main event SummerSlam again. Love y'all. Hashtag that be Tempest. Hashtag President Pete. Thank you very much, Sadie. Um, it, it is difficult to talk about this show. I mean, it sure is. Otherwise, I won't get any sort of uh, like podcast or platform to just say like, you know, genuinely, I hate WWE. <laughs> yeah, dude. I hate this company. And, if, and now at this point, people want to be like, oh, you're biased against WWE. I am. Deal with it. Yeah. Find me, find me another wrestling company that is as big of a piece of garbage as this company. Yeah. And I, sometimes it yeah. might bleed over into a review because mm-hmm. I don't like this company. Yeah. There you go. Oh, my God. It's all Ruined right. my night. Ruined it's... my night last night, Pete. Yeah. Bobby Fish, yeah. Bronson Reed, mm-hmm. Mercedes Martinez. Oh my God, idiots! Actual idiots. Yeah. You can't you can't see value. 
in your future of the company or several people that could go and be excellent coaches at the performance center. Can't see value in any of that. Piss off. Actually piss me off. Oh my I, God. I also love the fact that John Cena was like, Hey man, if WWE keeps relying on older stars, you know, they're just, it's just not as stable. And then Vince McMahon and Nick Khan are just like, Haha, yeah. So anyway, here's his NXT. Got an idea. Yeah. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Uh, toxic fandom with an ultra chat says, "Does anyone feel like? Uh, does anyone else feel like Pat McAfee is the best thing going on SmackDown? Yeah, because everything else is terrible." <clears throat> Sorry, I'm. <sighs> yeah, I don't want um, the announcer to be the best thing on the show. Yeah, exactly. Want it to yeah. be the wrestlers. Yeah, 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 I, yeah, yeah, I do. I do like Roman Reigns still. Yes, of course I do, and I like some of the wrestlers, and I still like the character that Baron Corbin is playing in. It's just this. This show broke me, my dudes. Are you ready to talk about it, Tempest? Not really. Because I've I've got some I've got some things to say. Just shockingly yeah, about this. We... <sighs> we usually take like fifteen minutes on the the first block of this show. So I think we still got a little bit of time for me to say that I hate WWE. <laughs> hate like hate is a strong word. Sure is. But this this batch of releases mm-hmm. broke me. Yeah, man. Absolutely broke me. Maybe it's just because that I was at a baseball game and this kind of ruined my night. Maybe that pissed me off a little bit more than any other just because you know circumstances but for god's sake what are we doing what are we doing here i don't know man give me give me one one reason for any of this that isn't budget cuts yeah it's a business Ooh, this billion dollar company needs to save money after they <laughs> they're setting up their next trip to saudi arabia where they're gonna make 20 million dollars in one night Christ Almighty! Hatred, Pete. I know, dude. You I, can I'm there hear with you. It in my voice. I'm. I there. feel it with my chest. I hate dude, this company. I, I feel better. Yeah. Yep. <clears throat> anyway, this show. Do you want to know what really puts me in a good mood for the show? I was already feeling a bit down with all the releases and all that stuff. Wasn't feeling great towards WWE anyway. And the first thing of this show is we kick off SmackDown with boss time, says Michael Cole. It's boss time. Doesn't doesn't exactly perk me up, I'll, I'll admit. Um, then we get the commentary team recapping what happened last week with Sasha Banks and Bianca Belair. And then they play a recap video package of the thing that they just described. Do one or the other. Don't do both. Uh, yeah. It's going to be it's going to be. A, we're not going to be nice. Full warning for you guys. We are not going to be nice towards this company in this episode. Uh-uh. No. No. I, it's a very minor thing in the grand scheme of everything. But mm-hmm. I genuinely think that Star comes out, gets in the ring, video package plays, is like one of my biggest nitpicks about WWE. Oh, man. Just 
do it before they come out. It makes yep. more sense that way. Yeah. Sasha Banks comes out, does a promo saying that Bianca would be nothing without her. Bianca started crying at WrestleMania because she was across the ring from me because I'm the best. And then Bianca Belair came out and said, uh-uh, or whatever she says. And then uh, Sasha Banks gets out and gets on the commentary table for some reason because staging. And then uh, Bianca Belair said that she's going to fight her at SummerSlam. Zelina Vega then comes out and be like, hold up, you said you'd accept my challenge. Where's my title shot? And Bianca Belair said, fine, I will fight Sasha Banks at SummerSlam and I will fight you tonight. And I was like, okay, Bianca Belair looks, looks kind of cool in this segment. One, being a fighting champion, that's always good. And two, she kind of was, she was quite good in this segment. I thought like Sasha tried to talk back to her. She was like, uh-uh, she was talking to me, not you, because I'm the champion. Thank you very much. Like she, she had a good like presence and stuff. That was cool. Came up with the the graphic of uh, uh, Bel Air versus Banks. Uh, sorry, uh, Bel Air versus um, Vega tonight in a women's championship match, and I was like, "Cool." Was it a women's That's championship settled. match, or was it like a contenders? No, match? no, 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 no. It was a women's championship match at this point in the show. I see. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then Cole immediately goes tonight: Bianca Belair versus Sasha Banks. Nailed it. Great job. job um, then we got a recap package, which, by the way, I forgot I was going to do a thing. Uh, just just for funsies, just just for funsies on the, on this week's episode. Um, I went to the liberty of going through every single one of the recaps we had on this show and totaling up how much time had passed on this show just oh, in no. recaps. This is like an old episode of TNA. Not the stuff leading into a recap. I didn't count any of the filler of the commentary team being like, switching gears now, last week we had blah, 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 blah. And then they lead into the video package. Didn't count any of that. None of the before or after, none of the transitions in and out. The actual seconds that the recap package was playing. No replays. Replays didn't count. Just recaps from previous weeks. After the first one, which was when Sasha Banks made her entrance, one minute and 30 seconds we're up to on the recap oh, so far. We've got a graphic. We've got a graphic. I made them earlier. Oh. And then and then after the first segment, we got a recap of the Mysterios and Usos from last week, which was a minute and 10 seconds. We're up to two minutes and 40. Mm-hmm. Nice and early. Very good. Then we got a backstage promo with Rey Mysterio and Dominic. Rey Mysterio, because we're getting Dominic versus Jey Uso, because that's just some combination of those two. Combinations. Yeah. Combinations, Pete. There's four of them. This is how you do a tag team feud. You got to do three different tag team matches between the two, and you got to do every different singles combination before it's all over. But it's Ooh. all right, because they had a reason for Dominic challenging Jay. Did you hear the reason mm. on this show? Rey Mysterio says to Dominic, why did you challenge Jay? And I was like, that's a great question, Ray." Why did your son challenge Jey Uso? Dominic says, I'm just trying to do what you told me and get in Jay's head. What? <laughs> You're having a match. How are you getting inside his head? What are you talking about, Dom? You're just saying words. They don't mean anything. Oh, man. It's like, we didn't talk about it on NXT, but it was like the, the Indy Hartwell backstage promo where the interviewer asked her who she wanted to win 
mm-hmm. when it was her idea to put together the Dexter Loomis Johnny Gargano match because she wants to date Dexter Loomis. Like, who yeah. is writing this show? Genuinely, yeah. you know, sometimes in movies, a lot of people will say, like, it feels like it was written by different people, mm-hmm. you know, and that's not yeah, typically yeah, yeah. a good thing because it feels, you know, discombobulated and incoherent and whatever. SmackDown is written by different people. And mm-hmm. while I do like that generally the Roman Reigns stuff is written by people that know what they're doing for the most part, and then other bits of the show are not. I would prefer if the whole show was written by people who knew what they were doing. And this to me is something where it's just like, Oh, the the mind games. That's something wrestlers say. Let's, let's type that onto the sheet. (laughs) Mind games is the de facto for anything. They're just like, don't know what this is. Let's just say mind games. It's fine. Um, Then we got match. Jay Uso versus Dominic. I then wrote, this is happening for literally no reason. Jay wins. Dom goes for the six one nine. Jimmy tries to interfere. Ray attacks Jimmy. Distraction costs. Dumb. Jay wins. I have nothing else to say. There's nothing to say. Like, we've seen all of this every week now. This is how we all get burnt out on stuff. You know? Yeah. Like, every single tag feud that we've had since before WrestleMania, Mm -hmm. I get tired of seeing. It It was the Mysterios and the Dirty Dogs. And we got tired mm-hmm. of seeing that. It was the Street Profits and the Dirty Dogs. Yep. It's the it's the Mysterios in the Alpha Academy. It's this is the only way they know how to book a tag feud. Yeah. Do anything else. Just switch it up, please. But it's okay, Tempest, because after that we got another recap of uh, Edge and Rollins from last week. Just fifty-five uh, seconds, which takes us up to three minutes and thirty-five ooh. seconds of recaps. This genuinely is. It's like the reverse of the old episodes of TNA where mm-hmm. people would time how much wrestling was on one of those shows. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. It was, it was like six minutes of wrestling and 90 minutes of TNA or whatever. It's like that, exactly. but but with recaps. Um, Edge is backstage. <laughs> My notes here because I was so checked out of the show at this point. Edge backstage says he's going to wait for Rollins to get here and then he'll show Rollins whatever. <laughs> I, I didn't catch what he said and i didn't care to go back and listen to it that's 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 does it matter it, though does it matter does it matter what he says it's not going to change anything uh yeah i love edge that's that's my that's my review of this segment i love sure. edge yeah and then rick boogs was there people liked yeah. rick boogs in this city they were chanting along with his thing you know what they weren't chanting along with? Shinsuke Nakamura's theme music. What are you doing, crowd? That's his thing. Weirdos. Weird crowd. Like this was in Tampa, isn't it? Yeah, it was, it was, it was yeah. back at the Amway Center, I think. So yeah, it was back in Tampa, I think. Uh, the Amway Center's in Orlando. Oh, is it? But, yeah. Oh, I m- might have misheard it. I, th- I think it's in Tampa. So they cheer for Tom Brady, so they can't be trusted. Mm, fair. Um... But before we can actually have Shinsuke Nakamura versus Apollo Crews, uh, which, by the way, is for the Intercontinental Championship, uh, we got a recap of what happened in the six-man tag and all that jazz, uh, which was 30 seconds long. So we're up to four minutes and five seconds of uh, of just recaps. Uh, This match, which, by the way, I want you to bear in mind that this title match had no promotion. 
It's not. It's not overtly a terrible thing. It's not not overtly <laughs> a terrible thing, right? Just to just throw out there. Just just bear it in mind that this title match had no promotion. Cool. Mm-hmm. This match lasted about a minute. Went absolutely nowhere. No one was into it. And Commander receives called as a DQ. And then Rick Boogs plays his guitar afterwards, and Shinsuke stood tall. Question mark. No, nothing happened. Nothing changed. This was a waste of time. It's so lame. Sure is. Can we just not? Can yep. we just not? Can yep. we not book the championship match to end in a DQ after like a minute? Please. It's exhausting trying sure to get invested in this show. Mm-hmm. Genuinely, because every turn they will just be like, haha, that's what you get for getting invested. Silly boy. No, no, no. I'm, I'm pretty sure that WWE want you to see Aziz causing a DQ. And then they're just like, did you guys just see that? I'm, I'm pretty sure that's their reaction. That's what they want what? us to, to do all the time. What heat? Oh, nice. my. Such heel heat. Uh, true heel heat, some might say. Uh, we then got Kayla Braxton backstage waiting to do an interview with Roman Reigns. Then, you'll never guess what we got, Tempest. We got a recap, didn't we? we of contract signing from last week. That was going to be you know, my guess. Two minutes and ten seconds, this one. That's a long one. Six minutes and fifteen we're up to now for recaps. Uh, Paul Heyman then comes out, does a promo, and just is right. Yes. And says that... Yes. <laughs> that is my biggest takeaway from this. I watched this and I was like, why am I booing him? I'm yeah. not, because he's the Dude's only one here who's a baby face to me. Paul dude, Heyman! Dude is right. Dude is, dude is just right. Uh, where he basically just says that the contract is a joke. Uh, if there was a... He made some things about the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, I think, and Tom Brady yeah. sports, and basically said, oh, if there was a contract with his name on it, and I went in and hit him with a kind of signature sign my name, does that mean I get all the money that he's owed? That's not how contracts work. And I'm like, you're right! Perfectly valid point. Yeah, like a hundred percent correct. And this isn't a case of like, oh, the heel has has you know has some kind of justification for their actions. You can kind of see their perspective. No, the heels are just right, and the baby faces are just wrong. That's, like, there's no question about it at all. Oh God. That's and then Biggie's there with his briefcase and he loves. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's it's wild. Um. <sighs> I feel like I'm actually tr- they call Canada Bizarro Land or Bizarro World or whatever because all oh, we we yeah. cheer for the wrong people. It's your fault. It's your yeah. fault, WWE, because you do stuff like this. Oh god, it's baffling. My brain is melting from this. I show. know, but wait for it because it gets better, Tempest. Oh, it sure does, Pete. Because now, it sure does. We get the announcement during an, an entrance for Tamina. We get the announcement that now it's Lena Vega versus Bianca Belair in a championship contenders match. Now, they've had championship contenders matches on Raw. This is the first one they've done on SmackDown. So I felt very valid in saying my feelings about championship contenders matches on my edited review that I put up Ooh. earlier today. Good little clip just to play. Just, just for my thoughts on what I think of it. Championship contenders matches with the champion already in the match is one of the dumbest ideas this company has ever done for sake. 
Hell I yeah. I think that sums it up. Whew. I've I I've re- I really really don't like championship contenders matches. It doesn't make any sense. Repetitive booking. We get the same matches time and time again. It's the same mentality of you have to beat the champion to get a title shot, which doesn't make sense because if you can beat the champion, you should be the champion. It. Yep. 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 Contenders matches. I hate. I hate them so much. I hate them so much. Um. Yeah. God. I don't know. Like, yeah. I don't. I don't. I don't know anymore. I don't like. Yeah. This, this show's breaking me, Pete. Dude, I was, I was very broken. Me. I to the point where that that announcement came up on the screen. I paused the episode, put my head in my hands, and just screamed for about five seconds, and then said, "This effing company." Yep. I I didn't know what else to do. Hold on, wait, no, I got this. Well, shit. There you go. That's that. That's it. That's the that's the sum of it. Yeah. I... <sighs> But wait, I'm going to talk about it now because we might as well. Go for it. <clears throat> so, Zelina Vega, rightly, once again, the heel is just right, goes to the baby faces, Sonya Deville and Adam Pierce, to be like, um, Bianca Belair accepted my championship match, my, cha- my championship challenge, two weeks in a row. Why is it now a championship contenders match? She's right, by the way. Why? She shouldn't really be given a championship match anyway. She's been losing all the time. But regardless, the champion, for some reason, has accepted her challenge, so she should have a title match. That's how, That's how, in the WWE lore, that is how things work. That is what we've been told, and that is what we've been shown for years, for decades now, in WWE. That's how it works. They have the goal to say they can't do this championship match because they can't do championship matches on TV without promotion. They had Apollo versus Shinsuke on this show. On this show. Without promotion. Hold on. I've got another clip from my editor review. Just going to throw this one in here real quick. And they say, no word of a lie. Well, they can't just give a title match on TV with no promotion since when they do title matches on tv without promotion all the time and this is on the same show where shinsuke nakamura faced apollo cruz for the intercontinental championship with no promotion i'm being gaslit i sure am that's how it feels a lot of the time just being gaslit by this company yeah Yeah, dude oh Oh, boy goodness me yeah just I, I've been rendered mute by this company. Yeah, man. Like, yeah, I'm man. genuinely speechless after this show. And I don't, don't, don't get it. I don't get it. Now, I think they did something similar like a few months ago. I forget what the circumstances were, but they said, oh, we can't give you a title match tonight because we need to promote it for next week. Let's do it next week. I think it was a tag title match, maybe with the Usos involved something like that maybe I, I, don't, I don't know which in theory is supposed to be how it works you mm-hmm. should be promoting your matches and everything yeah. like that but to do it half of the time mm-hmm. is just so baffling because you know it's wrong 
You yeah. know it's wrong to do it the other way, and you're still doing it. Now, I saw I saw one comment mm-hmm. trying to trying to be the the WWE AEW sparking debate person. Sure. And you know what? I, today I don't I don't care. I'll I'll be like, yeah, AEW does stuff better than WWE. I don't care. I will say that openly. The difference between yeah, a fly just flew past your camera, and I saw that. Sure did. I don't know what that was. The difference Bitch. between this contenders match and the uh, championship eliminator match is that in AEW they've got rankings that they stick to for the most part. They stick to, and if you win a championship eliminator match, you can bypass the rankings and be the number one contender. That doesn't apply in WWE, where. I don't know. We'll just make this person the the number one contender today. That's 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 the difference. That's the difference. Hold on. Ah oh, no. That's my reaction to this whole show. Oh, um. No. Thank you, Ollie, for the endless reactions. Uh God, where'd I even get to in my notes? I can't remember. Tamina uh, versus Tegan Knox happened. Hold on. I've got a clip for this as well. Another roll-up finish. Ugh. Thanks, Ollie. He, re- <laughs> he really is like the gift that just keeps on giving. You <laughs> can use an Ollie reaction to, to everything on this show. Yeah. I got... What is that to say about this? I mistakenly, in my edited review, said that Tamina got shot with the tank. Why wasn't that a DQ? She didn't get hit with the tank. It missed. Whatever. Yeah. Don't, don't care. Yeah, and oh, you, you you beat the champion, and it's a con, it's a contenders match. Shotzi and Knox have beaten the women's <laughs> tag champions twice in a row. It's also and a I singles under- match, so it doesn't count. I I under I understand. No, I mean like weeks ago in their oh, debut, yeah, 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 in their yeah. debut, they beat Natalia and Tamina, and then the next yeah. week they beat Natalia and Tamina again. And I get I get that Natalia's hurt. And yep. you can't just do a title change here, but that doesn't excuse the previous booking. Mm-hmm. And we're still just booking the champion to lose. Yep. Just, yeah, whatever. I don't care. These titles mean less than nothing. Yep. I, I genuinely probably care more about the 24 seven title than the women's tag titles. I do as well. And that there is embarrassing. Go. Sure is. Oh, God. Yeah. Uh, Tegan won. Then after that, we got that Pearson DeVille segment that I mentioned before, where I also had to pause the show just to scream a little bit because... Mm-hmm. <clears throat> uh, Edge then came out. I really liked this promo segment. I thought this was good. This was good stuff from Edge and Seth Rollins. Edge came out, had the most anticlimactic pyro ever. I wish I got a clip of it. I don't know what was wrong with it. The sound design or one part of it didn't go off or something, but he did like his big thing and it kind of spent like... And that was it. There was uh, it was nothing. It was great. Um, Edge does a really good promo saying he wants a SummerSlam match with Seth. Uh, and he's saying it's lucky that Seth isn't here tonight because this has got to end. And if Seth was here tonight, it would end. He'd, he'd see to it that it ends. Uh, Seth comes up on the trying challenges to a SummerSlam match. Rollins says he'll think about it. And he says, well, Edge, really, you should think about it. Think about what you're getting into. Think about your future as a husband and as a father. And that's the line where Edge kind of snaps. Turns it back onto Seth and just says, like, you're just um, Edge 2.0. You're Edge Light. Uh, you're everything that I want to be, um, etc. And uh, Rollins gets, uh, then gets angry in return and accepts Edge's SummerSlam match. 
I really like both these promos. I liked the dynamic of them both being able to make the other one angry and knowing what buttons to push for both of them, which is really good. Um, and genuinely, this is probably the match I'm most looking forward to at SummerSlam right now. I think this probably has the best build out of any feud going into SummerSlam currently. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I, I would I would say so. I like this segment. I'm not, I've never been a big fan of how a lot of wrestling promos will be my turn, your turn, my turn, mm-hmm. your turn. I talk, then you talk. And no one ever tries to cut each other off and everything like that because it's not realistic. If someone talks about your kids, you're going to do what happened in this show where mm-hmm. I just like, no, you don't get to talk about my family or whatever he said. I thought it was really good. I really, really love Edge. I think Seth Rollins is a tremendous performer and they are going to have a very good match at SummerSlam and I'm looking forward to it greatly. It's good. It's good stuff. This is good stuff. This is uh, one of the rare moments on this show where I was like, oh, yeah, I remember liking wrestling. Yeah. 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 Edge yeah. is my guy, man. I yeah, love man. Edge. Love uh, Edge. I will always love Edge. Love Edge. We then got <laughs> Finn Balor backstage. I laughed so much at this. I don't know if you picked up on it. I just thought it was found it was so funny. Kayla Braxton introduces Finn Balor. And she just very politely just goes like, Finn, last week. And Finn immediately cuts from and goes, Kayla, stop. It's like, Finn, what are you doing, buddy? Why are you being a dick to Kayla Braxton? She's done nothing to you, bud. <laughs> it's genuine. I, I can't do it justice. It's just the way that he says it. And she comes in, Finn, last week, Kayla, stop. Just, okay, what? And he just does a little promo. Thankfully, Finn Balor is mad at both Baron Corbin and John Cena. Wow. Isn't that nice? I still think it's inverted. He should be more mad at Cena than he is at Corbin. But, you know, it's something. I'll take it. And he's actually mad at Cena. Thank God for that. Um, Which, obviously, we spoke about more later that he did in a promo after his match. Then we got, welcome back, Street Profits. You're facing Ziggler and Rude again. Hello, 2020. Welcome back. They've got, they've got four tag teams on this show. <laughs> it's the same. You remember when we lost our got minds five. about they the got, women's they've division? Got five. They've got five now because they got the Usos. So they've okay. got the, the, the addition of one. So they got Ziggler and Rude, the Usos, right. Dominic and Ray, the Alpha Academy, and the Street Profits. Right. Okay. Yeah. It's they got five now. You remember when we lost our minds about the women's division like a month ago when they didn't have enough women to to do qualifying matches and such. Mm-hmm. It's the same problem with the tag division. Sure Someone is. comes back and you can only only fit them in with people they've already wrestled. Yeah. 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 Also, how long have the Street Profits been called the Sultans of Swag? feel like i've heard that before it's not good hate that that's that's a wwe boardroom nickname if i've ever heard one Mm -hmm. sure is john morrison the prince of parkour Mm -mm. don't like it the shaman of sexy shaman of sexy guru of greatness the the the, uh, he had a bunch of them there was a time where i could probably just list off all of the miz and john morrison's nicknames yeah I watched the dirt sheet. I like that show. 
I am your chick magnet, dumbass, <clears throat> etc. Anyway, they had a match. Oh, before we had the match, don't worry, guys. We had another recap where they showed them fighting in January. Just to remind you that they've been going at it for ages. Uh, this one, luckily, is only 20 seconds long. Six minutes 35 we're up to now. Six minutes 35. Oh, boy. They had a quick match. The Street Profits won. I have nothing more to add. There's nothing um, to add. Like there's not there's there's yeah. literally and like you guys can complain and just be like, oh, you're not doing it just so ever. No, literally, if you did watch this show, you'll know what we mean. There is literally nothing to say about this. They had a match. It was fine. Profits won. Yeah. There's nothing. Man, I really, really miss those two weeks where we were excited for fans to come back because WWE was gonna yeah. pull out all the stops. And have great shows every week. And what did we say? And what did we say? As soon as fans came back, we were like, it's great that the fans are back. That shine's going to go in like two weeks. Two, three weeks. That shine's going to go. And there's still going to be bad shows. Wouldn't you know it? The shine has gone from the fans. And there's still bad shows. Yep. Crazy. There's nothing nothing to get invested in. Mm -hmm. On the undercard of this show. And even still, even still, the main event scene is like written in circles. Yeah. And it's hard to get invested in because how what are we they, actually watching? How they messed oh! up Reigns? How they messed up Reigns? Reigns was the one good thing on SmackDown. And since they've made the bloodline, since they like had Jimmy join that, like that inclusion of Jimmy's storyline was a little bit botched anyway. It was, mm. wasn't quite up to the same standard. And since, since then, they've just gone like, okay, well, Roman's got his cronies now, so job done. Story's finished. Cool. Yeah. Sorted. I've, it's difficult because on the whole, I still think the Roman Reigns arc and everything has been well done. But I definitely do think that the Usos stuff is written far better than just Roman Reigns versus Guy. Mm-hmm. If you look yeah. at the the weaker parts of these of Roman Reigns last year, and it's like he faces Kevin Owens on three shows in a row, and yeah. does anybody really remember any big storyline moments between the two of them? Mm-hmm. I don't. You know, like there's just a lot of moments like that where like the matches will be good, but the storylines are just kind of like, eh. yeah, yeah. And it's tough when he gets to the big pay-per-views and it's time for Roman Reigns to forget about the Usos for a few weeks. It's not the same. No. Bianca Belair faced Selena Vega next in a championship contenders match. Sasha Banks calls a distraction to give Vega some control. Bianca Belair fought back. She won. You know, you know what actually drove me nuts in mm-hmm. this was Sasha Banks coming out for the distraction. Mm-hmm. Why would you do that? You yeah. don't want Vega to win. It's your title match. Vega yeah. wins. Your title match gets more complicated. You don't want yeah. that to happen. And it's yeah. just, they do not put one second of thought into this stuff. If I don't know what that was. I, what am I? Yeah, just 
again, I'm 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 at a loss for words with this show. Yeah, man. You know it's this sucks. Booking, I will let y'all in on a secret. Booking wrestling is not this hard. No. Nah. It's it's hard. It's mm-hmm. complicated. It's difficult. But it's not this complicated where you're just a simpleton trying to to book out a wrestling show and be like, well, then this happened. Why does it happen? I want one person in the writer's room, one person in the writer's room to ever just ask why. Yeah. And if they can't give a reason to why, don't do it. Anyway, it's not that big a deal. She came out. Who cares? It was a match. It was fine. It was a match. Bianca won. it was fine. The it was fine crowd can get really all up in. Uh, I don't even know. It was fine. It was fine. It, it was, was fine. fine. It was fine. Uh, then we got Roman Reigns. Paul Heyman says Finn Balor versus Baron Corbin is up next, and he says he's interested. And then, of course, we got another recap of that contract signing before we got the main event match, which takes up the total time this week of recaps to seven minutes and fifteen seconds. Now you may think. Two-hour show, only seven minutes of it is recaps. That's not that bad. That's not that bad, right? Only seven minutes out of a two-hour show. Let me put it to you another way. It's two hours a show. Let's take out those ad breaks of actual content that you're watching per week. So let's say that's an hour and 20 minutes, an hour and a half, somewhere around there, somewhere in Mm -hmm. that kind of region that you have per week. Out of that then, that's around 80 to 100 minutes of actual new content per week you've got seven minutes out of that is stuff you've already seen and again this doesn't include transitions in into and out of these recap things doesn't include any sort of filler around it or anything at all just literally the time that the video clips are playing seven minutes and 15 seconds is stuff you've already seen may not sound that bad on paper let's put it in the context of another tv show let's say you're watching a netflix tv series right Netflix series, you've got an hour-long episode for each episode, and at the start, they have a little previously on this show, and they give you a little recap of what happened previously on the show. How the, how long do those things last? Like 30 seconds, a minute, tops? Usually, yeah. Like a minute? And that's for an hour-long episode with no ad breaks. So 60 minutes of content, maybe a 60th, if we're pushing it, is stuff you've already seen. Last week that had more recaps because this was a fairly average episode. I didn't just go through this week's episode to see how much how much was recaps. I went oh, through last no. week's episode. Last oh, week's episode no. was nine minutes. Nine minutes of stuff oh. you've already seen. That is, if it was an 80-minute show, that is over 10% of what you watch every week is stuff you've already seen. That is baffling. That is bonkers this company is ridiculous i can i can't i can't with this bloody show you know how we we talked a few weeks maybe last week two weeks ago maybe about nitpicks and everything and how too many nitpicks will destroy a show this is another example where people people might uh see like we've already got one right there saying like oh it's not a big deal pushing a false narrative whatever No. It's too much. Yeah. No, find me another show that does this. And again, I just want to clarify as well. WWE is not a sport. It's a TV show. 
It is a TV show. Yeah. Compare it to other TV shows. That's that's the presentation of WWE. It's a TV show. This is not the same on any other. T- Can you imagine if you had a recap at the start of an episode that took 10 minutes out of an hour yeah. episode? Out of an hour and a half episode? No. Baffling. I cannot imagine it. Because no one, no one would ever do that. Because this is a bad show <laughs> written by people that can't write TV. Jeez. God. Oh, awful. Lord. Awful. All right. So in my edited review, I didn't know what score to give this show because I didn't really care. Because I basically made the argument that nothing happened on this show. It was boring, but it was relatively like inoffensive, mostly. Like there was a lot of stuff to nitpick. There was a lot of stuff that I didn't agree with, but there was nothing that was like actively damaging. A lot of the stuff was like, hey, this thing happened. Okay, cool. Let's move on. So I was like, by default, I guess it's a three out of five, but like, I want to give it lower because it was bad and I was bored. So like, two? I don't know. And I don't know if I care enough to actually give a score. This is a one out of five show. I don't care. Sure. Not, yeah, why not? not? Not for the show, but for the company. Because yeah, what, what you decide to do, this is a one out of five for me. Yeah, that piss, makes a lot of piss sense. Off, I, piss off, I hate you. Yeah. That's how I feel. Yeah. The, the, poll, said, the, the, the poll said three out of five. Slightly. Uh, and then the next was two out of five and one out of five. So it's very on the, the downward scale, it looks like. So, yeah. Some people know what they're talking about, at least. There you go. God. Did not enjoy watching this show. At all. Before we get out of here, we need to say thank you to some very special people. There's right, twenty-five dollar and above positivity. Yeah, because we need to talk about our twenty-five dollar and above pledge hammers on Patreon. Did you know? There's never been a better time to become a pledge hammer. Genuinely, never been a better time because we've got loads of cool stuff coming up. We've got Resident Talk Extra is coming next week. We've got uh, other stuff. There's going to be other secret things that we're going to be talking about. We've got a fan quiz mania coming up later this month. We've got wrestle league, which is going to be starting of a new season. When it hits SummerSlam. we're going to be coming back into the office. Sorry, Tempest. Most of us are going to be going back into the office and doing stuff in person again, which is pretty wild. So there's lots of really cool stuff happening soon. And we want to thank the people that help support us. And those, these ones are our $25 and above play channels on Patreon. who get their own custom wrestling nickname and it gets right out on a show much like this one. So, Thank you to the cleaner, Kenny Shaw. Woo! Woo. Thank you. Rob Steiner Recliner. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Black and Decker Dane. Yeah. yeah. The Night Rider, Kit. Yeah. Yes. Thank you. Hannah Allen Key. Yes. Yeah. Thank you. Vito Ventura, Pet Detective. Yeah. Yes. Thank you. Kenny, everybody's got a price. Bryson. Yes. Thank you. Dave the D-Train Carpenter. Yes. Thank you. Michael Jensen Radio. Woo! 
Thank you. That's some good karma. Good Dharma. Yes. Thank you. Angelic. Angelo Mercado. Yes. Thank you. And have a glass of sherry, comma, Martel J. Simmons. Thank you very much. Thank you, everybody. Uh, let's get into the rest of your ultra chats here and see what you guys think. Last chance to get those in. WrestleTalk.com forward slash support. Get those in. By the way, if you want to become a pledge hammer yourself, Patreon.com forward slash WrestleTalk. That's the place to go. Because that, did you know, there's never been a better time to become a pledge hammer. Also, if you want to pledge annually, you get two months free for the month of August. Only for the month of August. So you better do it quick. Um... Ultra chats. Goodness me, I my head is all over the place today. Same. I hated the show. I hate WWE. Uh, one anonymous two four three says, uh, "Loss in for life." Close. Um, am I alone in being frustrated at Roman as champion? Uh, not that you have to change champs often, but that there's no injury because I know the other isn't winning and will drop down the card after it's over. Give me universal champ Balor, cowards. Uh, I get where you're coming from. I get that. Uh, I don't, I'm not frustrated in Roman as champion because I think his championship matches have been very good and I enjoy watching good wrestling. Um, but I think when the right person comes along and you go, Ooh, this person might win. That's going to be really intriguing because you've had so many people have been like, Roman's definitely going to win this one. That when the right person does come along, then you're going to be like, Ooh, this is going to be fun. Yeah. I don't. I don't think it's going to be a similar situation where, like, uh, when CM Punk had his year in, year in some long championship reign, it was like he held the title forever, and then as soon as you got to The Rock at the Royal Rumble, it was like, all right, well, this is the one. Obviously, yeah. this is the one. I don't think we're going to get to that point where it's like, okay, this is the person who's beating Roman, mm-hmm. and it's just a foregone conclusion, and Krieg's gone. I think we're going to get a good championship match down the line with someone like a Finn Balor or a Big E maybe or something like that and we get a big intriguing championship match with all the fans going crazy and everything like that and I'm looking forward to it Misha Sumra hey Misha said uh, today LIW took levels in Barbarian to rage extra hard about this show and I love it triple threat at SummerSlam is fine as long as Cena eats the pin but I don't trust hashtag this company not to botch it at least we have Edge Rollins to look forward to. At least we do. That's did. true. Yes, we yeah. do. Very much looking forward to it. Last fan standing says Johnny Ace to the 100 effing wrestlers they have released in the last two years. It's budget cuts BS. That is it's Nick budget Khan is, cuts. Yeah. Uh, Nick Khan is so scared that Vince's money boner is going to go down. He re- uh, releases top talent. What the actual F? Nick Khan, the money hungry something is asterisk. LIW for life. Yes. Rage. I agree. Mm. WWE related rage. Yes. Yeah. Last man standing again says uh, Bronson Reed could have been built up to beat Roman uh, in a year's time, but no. WWE thought, F that noise, we're going to release him. WWE need to hire wrestling writers, not effing comedians. On a lighter note, Slim Choppy, you're looking lean. Keep it up, brother. Jam that jam. Thank you. Um, yeah. 
Yeah. Also, yes, you know, to most of that. You, you notice how all of these other wrestling companies that are smaller than WWE didn't fire half their roster during a pandemic? It's funny how that works. Ring of Honor, this uh, impact going out mm-hmm. and signing people and paying people their, their guarantees for shows that they didn't work because you yep. couldn't work. Yep. Incredible. Incredible. Mm-hmm. It, it's weird? not it's it's not a fair world. No. In in a fair world, all these other companies would be on top, and this one would have gone out of business. SMB, uh, I'll just in to say WWE is proving why having non-wrestling fans writing a wrestling show doesn't work. I hate this product now. Can't stand watching WWE ATM. It feels like they serve us the same dog s word every week, and they don't even have the courtesy to warm it up anymore. Yeah. I agree. Hold on. Wait for it. Wait for it. Wait for it. Well, shit. Yeah. This show is butt ass. (laughs) It sure is. Also, there's a lot of people. I've been getting a few messages on Patreon. I've seen people say in the chat, getting it in ultra chats, things like that. And people being like, hey, no offense to you guys, but I literally cannot watch anything WWE related anymore. So I literally, I cannot stop. I I have to stop watching your WWE reviews and I'm only going to watch your AEW ones because I literally cannot keep up with WWE anymore because it sucks so much. Yeah, I'm with you. If this wasn't my job, I would have stopped watching WWE years ago, let alone right now. And right now would have felt very vindicated about that choice. There's there's a reason I haven't watched Raw regularly in like five years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, he, and even even for that, that was because I was doing a podcast to watch it for <laughs> fun, to elect to watch WWE programming just because I want to. And it's I ha, it's been since I was in high school. Genuinely, yeah. I have not watched Raw regularly, SmackDown regularly since then, and I wouldn't be doing it now if not for this job. And I enjoy this job. I appreciate this job. Not saying that I don't enjoy doing all this, but I'm not supporting this company if I don't have to. Absolutely. I'm with you. Um, let's end it with something positive, all right? Yes. That's all the time. That's all the ultra chats. If you guys missed it on the magazine podcast yesterday, Luke lost a bet with Denise Salcedo. He sure and did. Because England didn't win the Euros. He then had to sing a song of Denise's choice on the podcast episode on the Friday magazine podcast episode. Uh, And she elected for Taylor Swift's Shake It Off. Luke did something a little bit extra. I'm going to play it in full because I can. And that's how we're going to end off today. I'm just going to do this and then we're going to go. Sorry for being downers about everything, but also really not sorry at the same time because FWWE, I hate this company, really didn't like this show. They need to be better. Here's the Luke's really funny music video. Hope you enjoy. Stay up too late. Got nothing in my brain. And that's what people say. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's what people say. Mm-hmm. I could walk through many dates. But I can make them stay. At least that's what people say. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's what people say. Mm-hmm. But I keep cruising. Can't stop, won't stop moving. 
like I got this music in my mind saying it's going to be all right. Because the play is going to play. Play, 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 play. And the hate is going to hate. Hate, 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 hate. Oh, baby, I'm just going to shake. Shake, 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 shake. Shake it all. Shake it all. Humphrey's going to break. Break, 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 break. And the fake is going to fade. Fight, 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 fight. Oh, baby, I'm just going to shake. Shake, 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 shake. Shake it all. Shake it all. I never miss a beat. I'm landing on my feet. Oh, that's what they don't see. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's what they don't see. Mm-hmm. I keep dancing on my hoes. Dancing on my hoes. I make the boobs a pass a go. Boobs a pass a go. Uh, that's what they don't know. Oh, that's what they don't know. But I keep cruising. Can't stop, won't stop proving. Like I got this music in my mind saying it's gonna be alright. Cause the player's gonna play. Boy, 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 boy. And the haters gonna hate. Hey, 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 oh, hey. baby, I'm just gonna shake. Shake, 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 shake. it off, shake it off. Humphrey's gonna pray. And the fakers gonna pay. Oh, baby, I'm just gonna shake. Shake it off. Hey, and just think while you've been getting down and out by the lies and the dirty, dirty cheats in the world, you could have been getting down to this sick beat. My ex-man brought his new girlfriend, she said, oh my god, I'm just gonna shake it to the fella over there with the hella good hair, won't you come on over baby, we can shake, 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 cause the player's gonna play, and the haters gonna hate, oh baby, I'm just gonna shake, shake it off, shake it off, hot break is gonna break, and the fake is gonna Shake it off, shake it off, shake it off, shake it off, I shake it off, shake it off, I shake it off, shake it off, I shake it off, shake it off, shake it off, shake it off, I shake it off, shake it off, I shake it off, shake it off, I shake it off, shake it off. I've got an email here from Josh that says, uh, send in your emails, by the way, to support at WrestleTalk.com. We love your emails. Please get more in. Uh, An email from Josh that says, good day, Pete and Tempest. I hope everything is well with you guys and you're enjoying your day. Not really, but thanks. Um, First off, the reason I'm writing this email is I just finished last week's NXT podcast and Pete mentioned in the outro that he has a date coming up and wanted to tell him I hope it goes well. I wanted to share that I too recently had my second uh, my second first date ever last week, and after a co-worker hooked us up uh, and, made me, and made me call her, it was awesome. I took her for ice cream down by the ocean. I live on the east coast of Canada, and we just Ooh. sat on the rocks uh, and we just sat on the rocks by a nearby lighthouse and watched the sunset. I clearly did something right as we're doing a movie slash pizza night this week. 
Anyways, Pete, I've heard the past couple of weeks you're into speedrunning. I wanted to ask you if you've ever watched uh, videos on YouTube by the name of Summoning Salt. If you haven't, he makes documentary-style videos on the progression on world records for speedrunning on games such as Mario Kart 64, Pokemon Red and Blue, Metroid, etc. If you haven't uh, watched or heard of him, I highly recommend doing so. And if you have, I'd love to know your thoughts on his videos. Uh, he also goes on to ask you something, Tempest, but I'll answer this bit first. Yes, I've heard of Summoning Salt. I've watched his videos a lot. There's a few of them that I've watched multiple times because they're really good. Uh, I love the the one about the um, the one guy in Mario Kart Wii trying to get all the world records. And then like everyone else being like, are we just going to let one guy get all the world records? And then they form like a little anti-team to try and combat him. It's a very interesting story. Very fun stuff. Um, so yes, Summoning Souls great. Uh, oh, he goes on i also can't leave out tempest being from canada have you ever traveled anywhere across canada such as the east or west coast and where has been your favorite uh if you have being biased there but if you haven't already i highly suggest taking a trip out to the maritimes such as new brunswick nova scotia and pei maybe you you got all that right yay uh i hope you guys enjoy your day and lost intangibles for 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 life thank you josh um largely no the only place outside of like toronto and ontario and everything that i visited has been montreal which was very nice i enjoyed i enjoyed my time mm -hmm. in montreal but i have not had the opportunity to go anywhere else in canada i would very much like to visit the maritimes that would be a lot of fun my brother lives uh the opposite way he lives out in bc uh so i would mm -hmm. also very much like to go and visit there but i mean travel has been uh, a moot point lately hopefully we can get that uh, that changed soon i know my dad is going to take a trip out to see him and my nephew and my niece who i've never met and everything like that so hopefully soon i can i can change that and visit other parts of this giant sprawling country but for now it's limited to just ontario and quebec that's still fine, right? It's all right. Sure. Yeah. I mean, it's it's a big country. It's, people from people country. from other uh, other provinces tend to not like us in 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 Toronto very mm -hmm. much. You know, the same way that like Americans don't like people from New York and sure. such. We're yeah. we're the big the big city and whatnot. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I mean, like the 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 main the main stuff is all is all right here. You know, yeah. all, all the main Canadian stuff is all in, in Toronto and land. It, it's the same for the UK. Non-Londoners hate Londoners. It's just the way it mm -hmm. goes, man. Yeah. Yeah. That's the, the way it happens. Uh, I'll do another very quick email here from Eli. Uh, it says, hola, L-I-W. First of all, how you guys doing? Just in general, checking in. Uh, I was all right before I had to watch SmackDown today. Yep. Um Secondly, uh, Pete, I had some questions about DMing my first D&D campaign. Uh, I'm running Curse of Strahd. I've done one Curse of Session already, and it went well. Wondering, have you run or played this campaign? I haven't, and therefore I don't have any advice on it. Uh, make it super spooky is my advice for it, really, because it's a spooky thing. Um, also, on a grander scheme, do you have any DM tips from a player or DM perspective, like anything uh, that you did that helped you, what your setup was, and how much should happen in a session? This may require a longer conversation, perhaps on Twitter or something. Either way, thank you. Love you guys. Eli. Thank you, Eli. Yes, that is part of a larger conversation. I don't really have anything from me specifically that you wouldn't have heard on YouTube everywhere of general DMing tips. Uh, plan enough so that improv is easy is the the one rule i'll say like don't 
don't plan every minor detail, but also you do need to plan some stuff. So plan enough to where improvising decisions is very easy for you. There you go. That's what I'd say. Anyway, uh, that's a little bit of a shorter outro here on the Restalk Podcast today. Apologies, uh, but that is going to do it for this episode. Thank you very much, everyone, for listening. We really do appreciate it. Uh, and we'll be back for more content soon. Thank you very much. We love you. Stay safe. Goodbye. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.